Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Things started. Amen, 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 hallelujah. Thank you so much. That's encouraging to see folks on the line uh, ready, and, and particularly after being off a week. <clears throat> Sometimes if you break the routine, the next thing you know, guess what? Folks, hallelujah, folks still coming on. That's a blessing. And muting your own line. Please mute your line. When you come on, star six, star six, so we can be ready and get started right on time. God is so good to us. I am just thankful. I'm telling you I am thankful for what God does in my life. Personally, you got to have your own testimony that God has been good to you. I'm telling you, you will not grow. You will not get stronger unless you experience him yourself. you got to try the spirit by the spirit. And can I tell you something? When you try the spirit by the spirit, you got to also try God. What do you mean, try God? Are you saying that you test, test him, you tempt him? No, you got to see if God is true to his word. You will never believe God if you don't see him activate or be active in what he said he's going to do. If he says he's going to do it and you, amen, will do, um, and, 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 and you tell him, that you want to be a part of his army, that you want him in your life, then guess what? If he does not do what he says he's going to do, you're never really going to believe in him. You can talk all you want, but until you try it, until you old taste and see that the Lord is good, you will never really 100% commit. And that's why we have challenges in our walk right now, because we have 75% committed, or we have 50% committed. Half of the time you're doing what you want to do, the other half you're trying to do what God says do, and you can't experience God to the fullest until you 100%. My way is no way. My way is the highway. I want to be what God wants me to be. And let me tell you something. You can think it if you want to. Pastor Shepherdson is on this crusade about thy will be done. That's his little concept. And he wants everybody to get on board with his concept. No, I want you to study God's word. Get into studying. Get into reading his word and watch God reveal to you that the entire Bible, this concept of thy will be done, obedience and righteousness, as you read and study, you're going to see it all over the place. You're going to see different writers, again, talk about righteousness and how, watch this, how righteousness uh, opens up you to a power in your life that you have never experienced before. How do you become righteous? You've got to be obedient. And when you're obedient, you will find out that when you're obedient, there is somebody, good God Almighty, somebody that's higher than you that you say, what do you want me to do? And what are you saying when you say that? When you say, lead me, guide me along the way, Lord, if you lead me, come on. It's thy will be done. When you say lead me, guide me, you're asking God to thy will be done. Where? In my life. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. We bless your name and we honor you. We lift you up and magnify your name for you are an awesome God. We thank you, dear Lord, for the way you're moving in our lives. We thank you, dear Lord, for your plan for our lives. We thank you, dear Lord, from the foundations of the earth. You had us picked out to be blessed by you, to walk with you, to have this relationship with you. And now we pray in the name of Jesus, build us up, O oh God, in our spirit man, that our spirit man might super rule over our flesh, and that we might walk among our brothers and sisters, that we might walk among those here on on this earth, that they might see what you're doing in our lives and bring glory to your name. We thank you in the name of your son, Jesus. Have your way tonight. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Now, quickly, I want to get some um, things out of the way. 
we had we had a note in in the um, we had a note in our book about uh, November the twenty seventh. There was no Bible study, and and again uh, in December, the day after the day after Christmas. In December, we are going to, and I think, hold on, you make sure, Christmas Day, that's going to be Bible study. Wednesday, the 25th, that's Christmas Day. Um, um, we are not going to have Bible study that day, December the 25th. So um, that's one of my announcements. The other announcement is, again, um, if you're on the call, you, you more than likely didn't have a problem with the, the bulk text message or the group text message. I do know that some folks say, hey, I don't want to be a part of that group text message. We apologize. I talked to Deacon Shepherdson. She definitely wanted me to express that um, if, if um, that is something that you don't want to be a part of, please send her out a message and just say, please, when you send out a group, don't don't uh, include me. Uh, some folks like their individuality, their privacy. They want their message uh, singular, but not in a group. Because I know you do get a lot of alerts. Um, now, again, if if you would bear with us, it makes it easier for her to send out a group. All you have to do is put that group on don't no notifications. So when different people respond to the group, you can still get the message, but when they respond, uh, you won't get a notification. So you can turn off notifications um, if that helps you. Amen? But, again, she apologizes if that becomes a nuisance to you. Amen, amen, and amen. All right. So uh, no Bible study, December the 25th, Christmas Day. I'm going to put my note right here so I, I can do it again if the Lord leads me that way. Now, tonight, very, very powerful. I know you're excited. I'm excited about it because uh, let me tell you something. When it comes to the virtues of Christ, one of the ones I know, I know, if, 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 unless the Holy Ghost did something in me that I've never seen, I'm talking just grab me and just transform my response. And, 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 again, I've, I've preached messages. I've taught. It is, it is um, critical. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It's critical for the believer to get out of responding or, or reacting, if I've got it correctly. Reacting. Sometimes we are reacting to what we experience instead of responding, having a, a prepared response. And we're going to see it in the Word of God tonight, that that's what Christ did. He had responses. So when situations come up, you're not reacting in your flesh. You're not reacting in your flesh. Watch this. Self-control, self-control, as we will note later, thank you, Holy Ghost, this world's most powerful urge flows from the passion of our what? Our soul. The passion of our soul. The lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. And, watch this, and the boastful pride of life. First John chapter, and hold on a second. I just want to, I just want to, uh, and that's one verse, so I'm going to look it up right here. One, John, what is it? 2.16. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All right, amplify. Watch this. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh that's craving for sensual gratification. Good God Almighty. You better make a note of it. There is some things inside of us. And, and you know it has these urges. You, if, if somebody else brings it to your attention that you got a problem with X, Y, Z, then guess what? You're getting ready to combat. You're going to argue with them. You're going to debate them. You're going to beat them down. You need to evaluate yourself. These craving for sensual gratifications, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, greedy, longing 
of the mind. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for Bible study. This is what has to happen. You've got to get into your Bible study, and then you read. Thank God for Bible study every week, 7 o'clock on Wednesday to 8 o'clock. Yes, we do Bible study. And what happens is as you study, you will find out that this is, watch this. It says the lust of the eye, the lust of the eye, greedy, longing of the mind, and the pride of life. Thank you, Holy Ghost. See, again, these are the things when you start to see it, then you start to identify, is that in me? I love it. You know some the doctor does not assume he knows what's going on with you. He asks, what are you experiencing? Because he's going to use what you tell him to help you identify what's going wrong with you. What happens is you've got to read this word, and then you've got to, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord. You've got to take this word, and you've got to look in the mirror of the word and see if this is one of the problems that you have. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Greedy longings of the mind, the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability, help me God, of earthly things. Now, when you start to look at that, and I don't know about you, but when I look at the assurance in one's own resources, that's my will be done. I'm looking at what I have. I'm looking at what I can provide. I'm looking at what I've been through to calculate how I'm going to, good God Almighty, how I'm going to experience my tomorrow. No, no, no. I'm going to experience my tomorrow by what God says I can do. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know about you. You might know. You might already know what tomorrow brings. I don't know what tomorrow brings. But when, watch this, when you learn to look at this word as the divine breathed out word of God, then you, and, and, and I meant reverence it. So what I understand, and, and, and can I tell you something? You've got scholars. I was watching the, the, the hearing today, the impeachment hearings, and they had the, the scholars, the legal scholars, to answer the question. You've got to understand, you've got legal scholars who are on both ends of the spectrum. You've got to learn to trust God that when you read it, God's going to break down for you in the reservations of who your resolve of who you really are. I'm talking at your core, who are you? When you start to read this word, God starts to reveal to you that guess what? That's your problem right there. Amplified version. What are we looking at? 1 John chapter 2, verse number 16. It says there, and the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability of earthly things. These do not come from the Father, but from the world. It comes from the world itself. So, so here you go. You say, is that part of my problem? Is this part of my challenge? That in this one little verse, and again, you get up and you're reading chapter after chapter after chapter. Uh, is, is it helping you? Sometimes, again, just because somebody else read chapter after chapter. You know, I read five chapters every morning. I read ten chapters. I read, I read a book of the Bible. I read the whole book. I get up early enough that I read through the book. I listen to it. I do this. I do that. Listen, thy will be done. Lord, what would you have me to do this morning? Maybe it's just to say the Lord's Prayer and get the step in. Maybe it's to sit quietly this morning. Tomorrow it's going to be different. It's thy will be done. Father, what would you have me to do? And let me tell you something. When you honor God, God honors you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When God, listen, that's you diligently seeking. I don't know any other way to put it. He says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. How do you seek him being disobedient? How do you seek him by reading the word, knowing what it says, and doing what you want to do? How are you seeking him? And if you seek him, those who diligently seek him, he's a rewarder of them. 
That's, listen, God honors your quest. Good God Almighty. Thank you, God. He honors your position. He honors you digging and digging because I'm after you. I'm coming after you. I want more of you and less of me. My way is destroying me. My way is confusing me. My way has me wandering around in the broad daylight like a blind man. My eyes are wide open, but I can't see nothing. Help me, God. All of these have to do with the seductive power of our senses. I'm back in the book, page 20, left side. What book, Pastor? This is my first night. What are you talking about a book? We're in Kingdom Living, Part 1, Embracing the Virtues of the King. And if you're ever going to really make God proud, you better embrace those virtues as well. We're on page 20, and it says self-control. We are built to be sensual in the right sense. Thank you, God. In fact, we didn't have these sensual capacities. If, thank you, Holy Ghost, if we didn't have these sensual capacities, we wouldn't want to what? Eat, procreate, procreate, procreate. Oh, you know what procreate means. You wouldn't want to eat, procreate, succeed in our work, or relate well to others. True or false? You Listen, this is, thank you, Holy Ghost, this is what I'm talking about when you have those scholars answering the questions and you have scholars on both ends of the spectrum in the same, in, on the same issue. What color is the sky? One is, I'm talking, giving facts that the sky is blue. The other one is giving facts that the sky is gray. That's why when it comes to the biblical scholars, it really doesn't make any difference to the individual if you have not, watched this, resolved that what they're saying is true. No, no, no. Pause for a moment. Let that soak in. It does not matter. I'm going to go deeper. It does not matter. You can go from the pastor to the Bible study teacher. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Bible study teacher to the pastor to the bishop over the entire ministry. You can go to the scholars. You can go, watch this, here's the deeper. You can even go to the Word of God. And it means nothing to you if you don't believe it in your result. That's why we say wrap the thing in faith, because if you don't believe that will be done, if you don't believe obedience is necessary, if you don't believe in walking in righteousness, guess what? You, if you haven't wrapped those things in faith, you're going nowhere with this. Confess with your mouth. And what? Believe. That's faith. Believe in your heart. You shall be saved. And it's not going to save you. It's not going to restore you. It's not going to give you clear vision. It's not going to direct you in your life. You're going to have challenges every day. Why? Because you are 50% brought into this thing and 50% you're still questioning mightily. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You are questioning. And if you're questioning, you've got to be honest with God. I am not convinced yet. You've got to be honest. I'm not convinced. I'm not totally convinced. And watch this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You've got to understand, at times, it's not to the point that you're not convinced. You're not even, you're not even up for the question because I have my own idea, and, and I'm pretty confident that I'm right about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The preacher says it all the time. Am I right about it? He says it all the time. Am I right about it? No, no, no. What you got to say, am I right about it to you? No, not the preacher to the congregation, you to you. Am I right about this? Your way of living, am I right about it? Your decisions that you're making. Because, again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to dictate to you whether you allow the Holy Spirit to control you or you control you. Watch this. A life without these impulses would be a life of vegetation. Without these impulses, 
Y'all know about impulses. They, they put the candy right there by the register. You got to walk in between the candy. They put sodas. I can imagine how many sodas. I can imagine how many times they have to refill that little teeny refrigerator right at the end of the aisle, and whoever came up with it. Listen, and, and the shoppers, they didn't move the rotisserie chicken, good God almighty. They didn't put the rotisserie chicken with the greatest price, three ninety nine, $3.99. $3.99. Oh, okay, it was four ninety nine. I don't care what it is. Three ninety nine, four ninety nine, it could be five ninety nine. If they put it right there beside the register, a whole chicken. How many people have plan I don't know what we oh, we having chicken. What we having for dinner that oh we having chicken. And this rotate mm, it look good. And it's still hot. They put the cooker and everything. Why? Because we're impulse people. Walmart does a fantastic job of it. When you walk in the door, great deals, left side, as you walk there, you got to see big piles of them. As you're coming down the main aisle to the register, impulse, impulse, impulse. Why? Because something inside of you is going to say, I need, no, 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 not that I want it, I need that. We would be, listen, vegetation. It will be life of vegetation. The world's system encourages us to use the solely, to use them solely, these are our senses, for our own pleasure and gain, regardless of the what? Righteous context in which they are intended to be enjoyed. So, yes, you can experience them, but there is a righteous context that they are supposed to be enjoyed. And when I see righteous, guess what? That's the righteousness that I'm talking about. You'll start to see it everywhere. Who is this writer? Uh, me and this writer, are we in cahoots together and, and, and they're pushing my program? No. Or am I pushing their program? No. That the Holy Ghost said that, guess what, that will be done, obedience and righteousness, wrapped in faith, is something that we ought to be experiencing on a daily basis. It's going to help us, watch this, experience loving God with everything that's in us. You can't love him if you don't say that will be done. It's going to be very difficult to love him without trusting him that he knows better for your life than you do. You're not going to love him with everything that's in you if you're not going to be obedient to him. He knows that you don't know the way. He knows that you're led by your senses and not by the word of God. He knows that you're not listening to, watch this, the voice of God, that many times he's spoken to you and you've gone on the opposite direction. How are you going to love him with everything and you're so disobedient? And, and, and the greatest thing he says is that, guess what? You're going to walk in so many blessings. You're going to walk in so much uh, revelation knowledge if you walk in righteousness. That's right standing. Watch this. Right standing with God. How do I do that? I read this word and I walk according to the word. As thou will be done. It's the way it's intended. Kingdom people are not controlled by their sensual urges, but, I love it when they put the butt in there, but bring them under control of the thy will be done. The king. How, do you translate that as a Bible scholar? Do you, do you read that differently when you're reading this writing? of someone else who says, guess what, these are my biblical writings concerning the word of God, and when you read it and it says it brings them under control of the king, it's that will be done, who guides them to productive ends for his glory, that will be done, and the gain of the what? Kingdom, that will be done. I see it over and over and over again. Now the key is, do you believe it? Kingdom people are not controlled by their sensual urges. Do you believe it? We find, watch this, we find fulfillment and joy in our sensual experiences without guilt 
and destructive erosion. This is when you do it God's way. You will find without that control in it, you're going to find it's going to be problems. That takes place in our world when we spend our passions on ourselves. Without the control of the Holy Spirit, without you reading and obeying the word of God, sometimes you're going to see it was no prompting. I didn't get no prompting of the Holy Spirit, but you knew better than to do that. You knew better than to have that. You knew better than to go there. You knew better than to sit there and listen to that. You knew better than to subject yourself to watch this, the spirit of the enemy. And the thing you got to love about it is that Christ already experienced it. And show, watch this, and left a, a blueprint of how you're supposed to handle it when the enemy tries to distract you or tempt you to go in the wrong direction. It's in Matthew chapter 4, uh, uh, Matthew chapter 4, 1 through 11. The whole story is laid out there. After you again commit yourself, you got to understand, don't, 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 Mm-mm-mm. because you make the commitment that I want to be closer to God, I want to walk, I want to walk according to the word, I want to be closer to him, and you, again, now you are, I'm talking, you are really fired up, you are ready to do it God's way. And when you're ready to do it God's way, watch this. Do you think that the enemy is going to say, okay, yeah, I can sense that you are really committed and that you really want to do it God's way, so I'm just going to back off, and I'm not going to present any more challenges for you. No, God showed us in the word of God that you can have God, you can be God walking the earth, and the enemy is still going to try you. You can see it in Genesis when when God gave the word to Eve and Eve, God didn't give the word to Eve. Uh, Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, he loves me. When God gave the word to Adam, Adam shared it with Eve and and immediately, I'm talking they experiencing God in the garden. And when they did, guess what? The enemy comes. Did God really say? Is that, is that what the word says? That's why it says study to show yourself approved unto God. You won't be ashamed when the enemy comes and you're before God. You're, you're representing God here on earth. You will make God proud like Jesus did in the wilderness. And when he comes after you, watch this. It's the word of God. You've got to learn to calm yourself down, stop re- uh, reacting, and start responding. Come on, write it down. Stop reacting. You're letting your impulses, you're letting your, the sensual side of you. Listen, some folks, I, I can tell, they like to argue. You can tell. Listen, they're ready to debate. Even if, Watch this. Even if they know they don't have a point, they'll debate you. Help us, God. Let me look, let me look at the roll and see if I lost anybody. Okay, everybody's still there. Amen. They will debate you on issues where they know there's a, listen, I'm telling you this for your own good. Don't, don't debate me. Try it. If you don't believe it, just listen, hear me out, and then go your way. If you believe me, then try it, and you're going to find out the word that I give you is not my word. It's the word of God. And I found that it works for me. That's why the most of the time when I'm cutting something, I use a steak knife instead of a butter knife. Why? I found it works better. If I got to cut something, the steak knife works better. I don't want to go through sawing with a butter knife. Even if the, the butter knife has a serrated edge, I still like using a steak knife. Sometimes when I'm spreading things, I'll use a steak knife. Why? Because I might have to cut. I found it works for me. 
Now, you can do it whatever way you want. You can always use a butter knife. And if you got to cut something, you're using the pressure of your hand, and you just push right through. Hey, that's your way. If it works for you, it works for you. I'm trying to tell you that the word of God is something that you have to old taste and see. The word of God is something that you have to experience. And when watch this. When you experience the word of God, you experience God. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The wilderness experience. His, the, the, the enemy started tempting and testing him, and his basic instincts were, watch this, when his basic instincts were most vulnerable. Come on, don't go past it too fast. Write it down. Uh, 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 maul on that thing. Just chew on it over and over again. When you're at your weakest point, good God Almighty, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Come on. He knows when you're at your weakest. He knows when you're at your weakest. He knows when, watch this, when you're debating. He knows when you, when you are having this, thank you, Holy Ghost, this controversy within yourself. He's listening to the conversation, and he's saying, yeah, she's questioning yeah, he's thinking, watch this, he's thinking about going in his own direction. And that's when I can do my best work. Did God really say? Do you really, the pastor keeps telling you to do it in the moment. Do you really have to do it in the moment? Is that the pastor's word or is that God's word? Is the pastor starting, I don't know, uh, is the pastor starting to take on the capacity of God? Is he trying to be God in you guys' lives? What's 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 really going on with the pastor? Do you think that 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 he's having issues, some 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 struggles with authority, and he's trying to tell everybody what to do? You know, and your husband, your your wife, you know, your kids are very smart, but they're they're, they're starting to take on the capacity of a authority in in your life and no they are the children and you are the parent and they're taking on a capacity huh? aren't they you got to understand the way the enemy comes how he causes division and disrupts the whole program of us being on one accord you got to understand that he's plotting and planning because he does not want us to have this same concept god we trust you God is hard for us to pray. It's difficult for me to pray now that you have put me on this, thy will be done. When I'm praying, I'm like, he already knows. How can I pray? I can't pray that. I can't pray that. God, just have your way. Lord, you do it. God, come on. Build us up that we might be closer to you. But, but they're asking for finances. This person's asking for a house. That person's asking for food on the table. Well, why are you praying that thy will be done? Because I... Ugh. I really don't know. I, I I don't want to mess it up that them not having food on them table on their table for one more week. Watch this. It's gonna bless them tremendously. For them going to the point of not only losing the job, but now not finding another job, going on unemployment, not only losing the job, not finding a job, thank you God, going on unemployment and now being put out of their house, being homeless. Guess what? When that kind of thing happens, and I say, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I claim a job tomorrow, God, in the name of Jesus. Is it your will, God? Is them experiencing this going to do something for them that's going to, watch this, that's going to be unreversible? will not be reversible for the rest of their life. It's going to set them on a track in a relationship, a connection with God that's going to be, watch this, that's going to be fortified by this experience that I knew nothing about. Good God Almighty. Watch this. Watch this. Where it says, where it says that Mary and Martha said, come, Lazarus is dead. Come. Now, if it's me and I got the power, I'm getting on my horse, my my donkey, whatever it is, 
being in a chariot. Somebody can pick me up on a on a little uh, a carrying cart or or something and and run me there so I can. It's Mary and Martha. He loved them. He loved Lazarus, and here it is. Watch this. He's delaying his coming. Why? Because it's not his will be done. He says, I only do what the Father tells me to do. It's self-control, folks. Can God trust you with the healing virtue and you only heal who he says heal? Good God Almighty. Can he trust you with a word that's transformative and you only speak it to who he says to speak it to? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, read it. Test after test after test. The best, the best, hold on. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Um, but you, 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 you can look at it. You can look at it. Matthew chapter 4, 1 through 11, you can look at it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I was getting ready to break open my Bible and, and walk through the temptations. I'm, no. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Look at the top of page 21. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When you look at the top of page 21, watch this. Christ put himself under a higher moral authority than Satan. And you better understand that if you're not, watch this, if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, and when I say baptized in the Holy Spirit, I'm saying you are submerged. I'm not saying, oh, and now, because you better understand, even folks that speak in tongues lie. Come on, come on. See, that's what I love about Bible study. Not only are we dissecting the Word of God, but we're dissecting what is around us where you got a bunch of folks who speak in tongues but walk contrary to the Word. You putting a whole lot of emphasis on wanting to speak in tongues, but you better understand by you speaking in tongues uh, is not going to control you for the rest of your life. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look. What you are really desiring is that you want. If 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 you really want to give up on life, because and this is where I think we at. We want to give up on life, and we want God to take over, and then for the rest of our life, He just does uh, whatever He wants to do and move us around like puppets, speak out of our mouths, um, put mighty words in our mouths, and and we be able to transform. Uh, whatever, and we only do it when he wants us to do it, and we walk around like robots, uh, or Holy Ghost-filled robots, you're not going to do it. This is a daily commitment that, God, I love you so much. Lead me and guide me throughout this day. Oh, my God, I feel myself slipping. I'm getting ready to cuss. I feel myself slipping. I'm getting ready to drink something that I realize is killing me. God, I need you right now. That's what you're going to find out it's really all about. You're going to find out that it's about obedience, that you live a life from this day forward that I'm looking and leaning on Jesus. I'm looking for him. I'm looking to see him, experience him, and go. And, and let me tell you something. Just like he told the disciples to go across on the water, and he came walking out on the sea, and the water, because the water was all cantankerous and everything, he's walking out there on the sea. Just like he was in the bottom of the ocean, bottom of the ocean, bottom of the boat, sleep, and the boat is topping and turning. You think he didn't realize what was going to be experienced? This is Jesus himself. You better understand that you're going to still, until the day you die, you're going to still experience life experiences. And the key is, God, I trust you. That's thy will be done. I love you so much. It's what would you have me to do? That's obedience. Not only to the voice of God that speaks to all of us, whether you wanted to admit it or not, God is speaking to you. 
I want him to speak to me like he speaks to other people. Listen, you better want him to speak to you. He, you are an individual, and he loves you so much, and he wants a personal relationship with you like no other. He don't speak to you the way he speaks to me. He speaks to you in a whole bunch of songs. He speaks to this one with a bunch of words. He speaks to this one through nature. People, some folks see him all the time in nature. Bees, bumblebees don't do the same thing it does for somebody else the way it does for them. It doesn't do it for you. For you, it's music. For him, it's, it's uh, uh, the words of songs. For him, it's uh, uh, books written by particular authors. It ministers. It's all these folks and all these individual experiences with God. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch this. Watch what it says. You got to understand. Christ did this. You got to do it. He, 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 he put himself under this higher moral authority than Satan. Use the power of the word of God to direct his response. Not his reaction, his response. And you get results when you do that, when you do it. And I'm telling you, he could not wait until next week. You can't do it tomorrow. Satan is tempting him right now. Turn these stones into bread. Uh, I'm going to turn them into bread, eat the bread, satisfy my hunger, and then tomorrow, listen, you already ate the bread. You can't do it tomorrow. You better understand he's given us what to do, and you've got to do it in the moment. So when the person gets smart, you've got to smile now. When the person gets smart, you've got to be able to respond now in a godly fashion. When the person gets smart, you've got to be able to conjure. You've got to be able to bring up the word of God to give to them that it does not destroy the relationship between you and them, and it builds your relationship between you and God because you activated the word of God into the situation in the moment. Somebody write it down. There's a result. The result said no, watch this, to his impulses, and he said yes to the honor and the glory of his father. It happens moment by moment. It happens in situation after situation. You got a no and a yes. You got to say no to you and yes to him. Why are you saying yes to him when you don't? Listen, it's because thy will be done. You didn't want to do it that way. It's his will be done. The whole, watch this, the whole, uh, all of our walking is thy will be done. I want to do it your way, God. Why? You're going to find out why. Got a question for you. The issue for those of us who occupy his kingdom is under whose moral authority do you live? No, no, no. You got to answer that. Whose moral authority do you live? You got that one? Come on. Write this one down. Another question. To whom will you be loyal regardless of your inner impulse? Who will you be loyal to? Come on. You can, you can, you can make it a multi-layered question. Not who will you. Who, you, you can ask yourself, who have you been loyal to? Bible study. Every Wednesday, 7 to 8, somehow, you, when you start getting into it, when you start realizing that, guess what, I need this word, you've got to get to a point where, guess what, I've I, I got to answer these questions. Who's moral? You, you're answering the question about who will, but right now, who, whom do you? Where is your loyalty? It says here, to whom will you be loyal regardless of your inner impulse? 
will it be the prince of this planet, which is the enemy, which is telling you your will be done? You're telling him, no, God's will be done. Will you follow the, the, the what did it say, the prince of this planet? Our own inner urges, watch this, or the clear word of God. That's obeying the word of God. That's obedience. You're going to see everything you're reading. You either, it's that will be done, it's obedience, it's righteousness. It's coming up over and over and over again. Which direct, watch this, the word of God, which you're going to get a result from it, which directs the and protects us as we travel, watch this, towards home. What? So, so, so what you're telling me is that the word of God is only going to protect me when I go somewhere and then I'm going home? That's, I mean, what are you saying? It protects us as we travel home, towards home. You got to understand, the real power of this thing is that this is not our home. We're on a journey back to be with God as God was with Adam and Eve in the garden. Now, the question is, do you believe it? As we're traveling back home, not uh, you driving out to the Cheesecake Factory and then you driving home and God's going to protect you coming home for you to go to the amusement park. No, 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 no. You're on a journey. These lives, this, the 30 years that you've been alive, the 40 years that you've been alive, the 80 years, come on, somebody, the 80 years that you've been alive, guess what? You're on a journey back home to be with God. Now, the key is who you're going to obey. This sensual thing, this sensual thing is, listen, it's driving us crazy. A sensualist, watch this, a person devoted to physical, especially sexual pleasures. Sensual, physical, it's about your physical desires. They devoted, listen, you got to keep this flesh under. And it's all kinds of ways. No, no, no. I'm not telling you nothing. You ain't coming sitting on my couch, and I'm not telling you nothing. You tell yourself. Is this area of your life out of control? Come on. Is this area? You take it area by area. Is it out of control? You got to say yes or no. Because if anybody else tells you yes or no, you're going to beat them down. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Our senses are seduced to be self-directed at every turn, true or false. It's getting you all, listen, this is, this is their job. Watch this. Yet kingdom travelers place their senses under the spirit's control, that will be done, through the moral authority of what? Righteous directives of the word of God. I hope you see it. The righteous righteousness, the word of God, that's obedience to the word of God. Ain't no sense, listen, there's no sense of reading it and if you're not going to do it. Go read something else. Go read Sports Illustrated. Go read something else. Go read some fairy tale book. If you're not going to, listen, if you're not going to study to do this thing, if you're not going to study to find out what God says about it and then commit yourself to doing it, listen, it's no good for you. The magical power is gone. Listen, it says confess with your mouth and believe. This thing got to be wrapped up in faith. I want to ask you, do you believe this? As Christ resisted the seductive impulse of his senses, he became our high priest. Do you believe it? As he, watch this, it, uh, uh, this is what the writer is saying. By him going through this process took him to another level. 
No, no, no. You say, well, I don't believe that. I believe that when he came to earth. Okay, that's fine. If you believe that he was at that level when he came to earth, that's fine. I'm asking, the writer is saying that it took him to, when he resisted the seductive impulses of his senses, he, watch this, he became our high priest, able to understand and emphasize, emphasize with us as we are tempted, tempted. Do you believe it? Do you believe that when you do what God says do in the moment, it takes you to a new level of understanding, a new area of understanding, a closerness with God each time you obey? If you flip that thing the opposite direction, you will understand that when you disobey, guess what? It takes you steps. You say, I make one step forward, two steps back. One step forward, two steps back. One step forward, two steps back. You're never getting closer to God. Why? Because you keep being disobedient more than you are obedient. When you're obedient, 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 you're going to find out that your relationship with God gets closer. You keep slipping and keep doing it your way. Do you believe? That was a do you believe. Let me tell you something. When you do this thing, God has a way of revealing himself through your obedience. Let's look at this other scripture. Hebrews chapter 4, 14 and 16. Hebrews chapter 4. Listen to what it says here. As one who can identify with us, he readily, readily, readily gives us grace. His power and, watch this, enablement. His power and enablement. My goal today is to do your will. If it's sitting quietly for an hour, then guess what? That's what he wants. If I realize I'm out of control, I'm popping, I'm doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that, guess what? My goal today, that's every day, my goal today is to do your will. Help me, God. Watch this. To guarantee our success as well. Hebrews chapter 4, verses uh, 14. That's Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 and 16. Seeing then that we have this great high priest that has passed in, in, into heaven, into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Watch this. I'm reading it in the easy to read. We have the great high priest who has gone to live with God in heaven. He is Jesus, the Son of God. So let us continue to express our what? Faith in him. I said you got to wrap it in faith, right? You're going to see that this thing is just going to permeate everything that we do, everything that we're supposed to be about when it comes to, as it pertains to godliness, it's going to be in those things. And our real goal is the way God made it so easy. It helps us to understand law number one, what's the great, great and powerful, the, the top law, love God with everything that's in you. How do I do it? And then love your neighbor as yourself. How do I do it? In order to love God, you better love, watch this, the word of God. That's the will of God. You got to obey it once you once you love it. You got to obey it. Oh, I love it, but I ain't gonna do it. Oh, I love the the pool. I love the cold water. I love sitting out in the sun around the pool, but I ain't gonna get in it. I don't think you love it, cause you definitely not. Watch this. You not. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for the example. You definitely not submerging yourself in it. <laughs> I know where that pool pool example came from. And then when he when he add when he add to it, then you understand where he's going. If you love the pool, then get in there. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. I'm like, where's he going with this one? <laughs> the pool, okay, okay, I'm I'm going with you. He say, if you love the pool, you got to submerge yourself. If you love the word of God, you got to submerge. You got to get this thing all over you. When you come, watch this. When you come up out of the water, the pool is all over you. If you're not careful, you'd ingested some of it while you was in there. 
It's all up your nose. It's all in every crack and crevice of your body. You got to wipe yourself in order to get it all. Good God Almighty, he just developing this thing. If you're not careful, I bet you if they do a test that the pool water has absorbed into your skin. Many pools, not all of them, but many pools have a shower because the pool water has absorbed into you, and you got to wash it off in order to get it all. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch what it says. He is Jesus, the Son of God. So let us continue to express our faith in him. Jesus, our high priest, is able to understand our weaknesses. When Jesus lived on earth, he was tempted in every way. He was, watch this, tempted in the same ways we are tempted. But he never sinned. With Jesus as our high priest, we can feel free, thank you, Holy Ghost, to come before God's throne where there is what? Grace. There we receive mercy and kindness to help us when we need it. When we, watch this, when we yield our urgings to his control, that will be done. Our character assumes an obvious purity, both internally and externally, what you believe and what you act out. Righteousness. Righteousness is what you're desiring. That's what you should be desiring. Control is the key concept. Personally, watch this, personally, in control of relationships, your destiny, your wealth, your power, and your passions. The world wants to control. Listen, the spirit of the enemy, the darkness, wants to control, watch this, your relationships. It wants to control your destiny, your wealth, your power, your passions. But when you turn it over to God, let me tell you something. You don't have to believe it. It's that will be done. It's that will be done. Here we go, bottom of the page. But if we are concerned with virtue, the issue is not what we control, but who or what controls us. Good God Almighty. If it is our, watch this, senses and environment, then we are earthlings at heart. If it is the word and, the, and his spirit, then we are what? Authentic kingdom adherent. you got to answer the question. Who's controlling you? What's controlling you? Are you in, watch this, are you in self-control? What you're living out right now, is it based on the word of God? Are you tricking people around you to make them think you godly? Or is it your aim? It's not going to, good God Almighty, it's not going to help you to fool me. It's not going to help you to fool the people around you. Because watch this, God makes it very, very clear. The day is coming where we're going to have to reckon what we did here on earth. As we were coming back home, it, it, listen, our deeds. Why you did what you did? Why you said what you said? No, no, no. Not that you did it. The word of God is quick. Sharpening the two-edged sword. Even down to your intent. The reason I'm doing it at a sacrifice, a disadvantage of myself, because I'm concerned about somebody else. I'm not doing this for me. It's not about me could have a, a whole lot more fun doing something else. You better understand. 
have to deal with you, go through this with you, these ups and these downs. It's not about me. When your life, watch this, self-control is about loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. Have your way, God. Have your way. I don't know. I don't know if you have your way, God. Lord, I don't know how to pray on this one. I don't really know what she needs. I don't know what he needs. God, I need you. Right there in the moment. You better know that the Bible says that Jesus knew their thoughts. If Jesus knew their thoughts, and God is the awesome higher power, he, he's all-wise, all-knowing, he's omniscient, then in the moment, God, I don't know what to say. Mm. Mm. Help me, God. In your spirit, man. And he realizes that this person is leaning and dependent on me. Thank you, folks. Thank you so much. Don't forget, December 25th, Christmas Day, we will not be having Bible study. And that Deacon Shepherdson sincerely apologizes for uh, any inconvenience that her group text may have caused. And get in touch with her if you like your name removed from, um, from, from, from the list. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. He's so awesome. Uh, God bless you, uh, and I pray that will be done, that you walk in obedience, and that obedience is righteousness before God, and that you believe it with every ounce that's in you. Amen? Amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.